0: What's going on world family? It's your boy Donald Jones and welcome to another episode A Journey of the Mindset. I am here with Kareem Condison. Get your name right?
1: Definitely. All
0: right, so I got his name right. I just had a conversation um, with Kareem a few weeks ago yeah. and his story pretty much moved me. The way we got connected I personally feel like it was something that it was definitely meant for us to be able to speak to each other and just hearing his story just Pretty much solidified it. Like that's it. Like I really, really needed to interview him, and I think that your story will definitely benefit the listeners and the um the viewers of this podcast show. So without further ado, Kareem Condison, welcome to Journey of the Mindset. Thank you. How for you doing me. today?
1: Doing good, man. I'm doing, doing good. good. Thank you for having me. So
0: I know that we spoke. Um, the vibe on the phone was was amazing, but your story within itself is something that stood out to me the most. Yeah. Um. I love the connection with you coming here, struggling, trying to to live your dream, trying to work towards your dream, not really having that information, but not saying, hey, you know what, I want to give up. I'm not going to continue pursuing my dream. It's too hard. It's too much. It's difficult. I don't know. People are not giving me the right information. Yeah. But instead, you, you you seek out people that can actually help you. So what I want to talk to you about is one, the importance about seeking out people that can help you. Two, the importance about when you don't have the information to live your dream, or when things are really really hard, or obstacles are just coming in your way. How do you get around it? More so, how did you get around it? So I want to open up the floor to you yeah. to tell your story because this story blew my mind away and I know for a fact it's going to blow you guys away. So, I'm going to shut up. I'm going to shut up and I'm going to let you do your thing. So, first and foremost, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing good. The best I've I've felt as an adult, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's... I've, I've operated from a place of stress for so many years. Yeah. Um, And with passing the boards and everything, it has provided a, a, a period of calmness that I've never experienced as an adult um, yes, I have long days and I have late late nights, early morning, but it this is exactly what I've asked God for specifically and I'm thankful for it, you know? Yes. Yeah.
0: So, let me ask you a question. What is it that you're doing right now? What is it that you're pursuing right now?
1: So, right now, I am a physical therapist for uh, uh, outpatient orthopedic clinic. Okay. But um, in my spare time, I am a physical therapist for and physical therapy. It's a uh, home health, home health, physical therapy, where I go to patients home Mm -hmm. and, um, I provide physical therapy services for them. Um, I go in contract, I enter contracts with another agency Mm -hmm. that works with, um, the insurance companies and them and I determine like a percentage of what we're going to share the the, the revenue to be each time.
0: Nice. So you're you're your own businessman, pretty much creating that financial freedom to be able to move around. Yes. What made you say, Hey, you know what, I don't want to work for somebody. I want to start kind of like going into my own journey, going into opening up my own business so that way I can do the things that I
1: want to do and have financial freedom. So when COVID happened, Mm. all all, (laughs) all of this came up because of COVID. So COVID has been a very bad thing. I understand that, but at the same time, um, I didn't allow it to slow me down. And, uh, And as soon as, so, backstory after graduating in 2019 may of 2019 i needed to pass the physical therapy board examination It's the examination that if you want to be a physical therapist or anything any professional therapist you need to take this examination yeah um it's a timed exam and it's 250 questions right um if you don't you you only can take it at us if you don't take it Pass it within five tries, um, six tries, you will never be able to be a physical therapist. Um, There there are some states, I think it's like five. If you never pass it within those five tries, you'll never be able to be a physical therapist. So I took it in, I think, July of 2019, and I was not successful. Mm. Uh, I took it again in October of 2019 and I was not successful. So that's that's two times. That's two times. Uh-huh,
0: that's two. <laughs> so, I'm counting over. here. That's two. I only have four more <laughs> to go.
1: <laughs> but um I was depressed, wasn't eating. Um I was mad at everybody. Yeah. My mom, I'm an only child, but I was mad at everybody. Like not to mad not mad because I didn't pass, but they they were trying to help, but they couldn't understand how to help. They were giving words of Um, affirmations and stuff like that, but it was just not like what I needed to hear. So,
0: would you say, because now I want to look at it from a point of view for somebody that is pursuing their dreams, but they feel like the people that's supposed, you know, supporting them more so aren't supporting them the way that they need to. Mm -hmm. Is that a bad thing or is it just that it's something that you need at the moment? So, the self-issue is more so saying, listen, if you're going to help me, I need you to help me in the way that I need you to.
1: Yes. Um... At time I think the the people who are trying to help should allow that person to go through those emotional roller coasters. It's very important that they, they travel that route. Mm-hmm. That go on that ride because if they if if they don't go on the ride, they're not gonna be able to learn how to manage their emotions as they progress through life. It's important. Yeah. So back to how this all started in I was working part time at the clinic, the outpatient clinic, on a, on a temporary license, meaning that I, have to, I had to be supervised by a su- senior clinician in order to, to treat, right? Um, I could only apply for the license twice. After that, I can't work as a physical therapist on a temporary license and I have to pass the board. Mind you, remember, I took it two times already yeah. and I mm-hmm. failed. I delayed taking it in um, January and said, okay, I'm going to take it, I think in, I forgot, May or April. I think in, A- in April. So, when COVID happened, my supervisor at the time called me and said, "You um, called call me early in the morning. I, I'm normally up by 5 a.m. every morning, and he knows it. So, I was the first call he made, and he said, uh, right now, the, the company has to furlough um, workers. Mm. And Seeing that I'm, I'm a new clinician, I'm the first yeah. one to go. Yeah. And honestly, I wasn't even upset. I don't know. Like, there was a calmness that came over me mm-hmm. that allowed me... The, like, I was sitting at my desk studying and I sat back and when I got, got out the phone with him, I put the phone down and I was like, hmm, okay. I need to... First thing, I need to pass the boards the next time yeah. around. And I need to develop... Uh, Something that's gonna give me a foot in the door, and I came up with either I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the company after passing the board yeah. and deter and uh, request a seat at the board, and I'm thinking that's not gonna happen because I'm a new clinician. Mm-hmm. They're they're gonna be like, what is this uh-huh. guy talking yeah. about? So I was like, okay, the next best thing is I need to make sure I have my own company, and. At that time, that's when the... But then I was like, that's a crazy idea. Why would I do some crazy stuff like that? To open up, yeah. <laughs> Especially in the middle of a pandemic. In the middle of a yeah. pandemic. But I spoke to one of my uncles and he's like, "You, if, if you truly want it, go for it. But I didn't know how to go about it or anything like that. And he, one of my aunts, uh, well, my, yeah, my aunt, she decided, she, she's good with these type of things. So yeah. he said to reach out to her and see what she said. And I said, hey, I, I need to create, I want to create, I have this crazy idea, I want to create a company and this and that. And she said, come over and she helped me with the, the process. She helped me register the company yeah. at first. But but hold on. didn't Remember, we didn't know how to do this thing. Not knowing that as a... Professional, you need to register a specific type of company, yeah. right? And we need to get approval from, from New York State. So I'm fast-forwarding a little bit. At that time, I passed the board. I'll go back to how, I, how the board went and mm-hmm. everything. So after, fast-forwarding a little bit to when I passed, after I passed the board, I decided to create this company, created the company, um, and worked with uh, another company in order to get the paperwork in. It's like a six months process, hopefully by the time this interview head out, yeah. everything is complete, nice. and you know, but we created the company, and well, I created the company, and from ever since then, I've been operating as a physical therapist for con- Kareem, um condescent physical therapy, still furloughed yeah. by my <laughs> primary care but you push it, but up. I didn't let that stop me, yeah, and it it that also helps me with with that the money I got from from well we shouldn't talk about money but that that allowed me to mm-hmm. to basically focus on my own goals and and knowing alert knowing how to operate yeah. as a business owner.
0: So, there's two things that I want to connect your story with because there's something about you I'm pretty sure that you know is that you have this grit about yourself where you it seems like you, you target one thing and no matter what you're going to keep on going towards it. So, I want to push back a little bit towards before your glory. Mm-hmm. So, I heard your glory now. I want to hear more about your story yeah. because you failing the exams, not giving up. Mm-hmm. The pandemic happening. You are hearing you're gonna be furloughed. You're like, you know what? Wait a minute, hold on. I'm just gonna to have to go another direction to pursue my dream. But when you were before you when you came here, when you first came to to, to America, mm-hmm. you had some struggles pretty much with trying to find information and getting the right information to to get towards your dream. So my thing is, what type of mindset does one have to, before we even before I even get to that question? Mm-hmm. Tell me about how difficult it was for you to get the information just to pursue your dream.
1: Well, coming, I'm, I'm Jamaican, if you guys don't realize yeah. by the accent. Um, so coming from Jamaica, you know, everybody think of, most Americans think of Jamaica as an island of paradise. But the reality of the situation is that Jamaica is a third world country. Mm. And there are houses without running water or um, bathrooms that you have to go to the outside bathroom in order to relieve yourself. Yeah. That's the reality of the situation. My my family wasn't rich or anything like that. Like we were, you know, the stories I hear from my mother coming up and her siblings, we were pretty poor, but we they overcame and it was it has been a an ascend steady ascend steady ascend where it reached to me and it it's up to me now to carry the baton. But when we came to this country, not knowing much about the country and how to operate in the country, we went to. Uh, I, I started going to Thomas Jefferson High School. Mm,
0: I know that. Is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. I know Thomas Jefferson High School <laughs> uh, wasn't the best high school in the world or anything like that. But I had a cousin who was a math teacher in the in the, um, in the school at the time, and family decided, okay, you, you can go to Th- Jefferson. And when we got there, it was. My, they were trying to get us out in terms of having us graduate because the school was closing down. Yeah. You know, right now it's known as Thomas Jefferson campus with like four different schools in it. Um, so there was not a lot of information out there for students who wanted to go to college and stuff like that. Um, didn't know much about using computers. Uh, I had to seek assistance from, I think it was. I don't remember their titles, but there were two ladies who actually helped me with like the college process mm-hmm. and how to apply for colleges and stuff like that. Um, they very thankful for them. I'm still com- in communication with them to this day. Nice. Um, but the with with that being said, I ended up going to a school. Didn't know. I always knew I wanted to be a physical therapist since since I think junior or end of sophomore year mm-hmm. in high school because I was I was an athlete and I was always getting injured, so I was always in these. Professionals' office mm-hmm. that inspired me. That uh, that that goes to show you, like the environment you're exposed to, help determine what path you take. In so life. true. So, so true. Me being injured, going to these offices and seeing how these professionals operate, I'm like, oh, I could, I, I would like to do this. So I didn't just go. I started asking questions. Hey, I think I think the guy's name was like Dr. Spiridellis. He was a chi- he's a chiropractor. And like, how do you do this? How do you do that? What, you know, and you kind of, oh, you need to do this, but do that. But I ended up going to a school called Delhi University, um, SUNY Delhi, yeah. for electrical controls and PLCs, because I didn't know how to get to P- PT school.
0: Oh, yeah. That, that, and that, that's a totally opposite totally direction op- yes. from
1: PT, yeah. Yeah. So, didn't know how to get to PT school. So, I went to a school thinking, okay, I'll figure it out here while I try to learn a trade. Um but while i was in delhi i class would end at like 1pm every day mm-hmm. and from 1 to 6 7 o'clock at night i'm in the computer lab m- googling how do like literally how do you with two fingers yeah. how do you become a physical therapist and eventually i started gaining information by reading remember I still don't know how to use a computer that well but typing away with my two fingers and getting information getting information so I started creating a list and I would call the schools every single day that did physical therapy in New York State nice to the point that these people were like Okay, Kareem stop calling. <laughs> Yes, we answered that because I didn't even know how to answer um like ask questions and then yeah. my accent was a little bit thicker at the time because I was only four years removed from being in Jamaica and that's what I
0: wanted to ask you what type of challenges challenges did you have when you first got here with having such a thick Jamaican accent
1: yeah it was it was difficult it was difficult for me to express myself um would be stuttering a little bit uh would lack confidence would be nervous all the time when I have to be when I have to get up and speak in front of people because I have to be forming my words a specific way different from the dialect from Jamaica and stuff like that. But with time and practice, it helped me be able to express myself a little bit better yeah. so that you could understand me now. Yeah. Um, but going back to when I was in Delhi, I used to be writing down the questions that I wanted to ask these people. Ask them the questions, call, make sure I call this school. Okay, I called this school yesterday. Boom. I'm going to call this school tomorrow. Boom. I'm going to ask them this list of questions, that list of questions, and I'll go there from time to time. At Delhi, I was up, my GPA was like uh, 2.3. How old were you? Right now? No, how old um, were you when you was like around that time? Eight, uh, 19. I had just turned 19 that September. And you do realize a lot of
0: 19-year-olds, especially black males, mm-hmm. that's not what we're doing yeah. around that time. You know, we're yeah. where well, I know I definitely wasn't out, out chasing girls and trying to figure oh, this out. Don't so it wasn't that, you know. I was know.
1: chasing girls and everything like that. Man. And that was, I would say it was a good experience and bad experience. But at a certain point, I realized that chasing trying to have a bunch of girls and stuff like that, it became a distraction from mm-hmm. what I truly wanted to do in my heart, right? For, as I said, from, I was in high school, junior year of high school, I knew I wanted to be a physical therapist. I just didn't know how to go about it. And once, once I got to that school, I, they give me the, in, I started finding ways to get information from the computers and stuff like that. and. Each, pre- each school I called they would give me some type of information that lead me into another direction that lead me into another direction mm-hmm. and I did that for two years never yeah. taking probably maybe a Sunday I would take but on Saturdays after hanging out with my friends the night before I would wake up and I would go to the computer lab just to try and see okay what schools can I call mon- when when Monday come
0: did you, yeah. was there ever a point where you said you know what I'm, I'm tired I don't want to do this no more
1: no yeah. no 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 at no point I I ever gave up. I was frustrated, obviously. Yeah, I was frustrated, but I never felt like I want. I never wanted to. I, I don't want to do this anymore. That's powerful. You know? Yeah,
0: that's powerful. So my question um, to you, right? And I'm and I'm trying to think more so from the listeners and the viewers' is The pandemic, pretty much in being furlough, opened up your eyes to um, wanting to open up your own business. But what do you feel held you back and and, and took you so long for you to make this um this move?
1: Um, mindset. Honestly, mindset. Uh, In the beginning of January, I was still stressed out trying to figure out how am I going to do this thing? How am I going to pass the boards? And I started reading, I don't even remember how I came across the book. And I think it's called, so the book, two books, honestly, I think every young individual needs to read these two books in their life and where's my pen did, did text it to me <laughs> I will I, will I will um, one is is called um, The Alchemist the. by I think it's, his name is Paul E. Quill. I can't pronounce yeah. it but it's somewhere around there and all, it's talk, all he talk about in the book all he spoke about in the book is that no matter what you want to become in life the universe will work in your favor if, if you truly believe in your hearts of hearts this is what you want to become.
0: That's what I've been preaching the whole time. This is what I'm preaching. This is what i be preaching. It's a journey a mindset.
1: Yeah, if you truly believe in your hearts of hearts, this is what you want to become, the universe will do everything in its power to guide you on the right track. Even when you get off track, it will always lead you back on that road to becoming whatever it is you want to become.
0: But, but what do you say to the ones that say, it seems like the universe is always against me?
1: The universe is not always against you. The universe is preparing you for your ascension. Mm. You know? mm. That's so, powerful. That's how I, I look at about it. I, I look at it. I, going back to the exam, right? I think I needed to fail those two times mm. in order to recognize how powerful I can be if I truly want something. Like I was timid going into the first one. I, I, I let other people's facial expression and nervousness. I could feel the nervousness going into the second one of everybody around yeah. me going into the second one. But the third one, I, I buckled down and I said, "Okay, before I, pre- I start studying for this exam, I need to work on my mindset. I need to work on my fitness. I need to work on my making sure that my sleeping is right. Yes. I need to make sure that my 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 dieting is right. Everything down to the." The last, I, I crossed every I's and dot, every teeth, to make sure that I was prepared for this exam. So I mean, like rigid. I will go to bed at a certain time. I'm waking up at a certain time. When I wake up in the morning, I'm going through my affirmations while I'm brushing my teeth at five o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. I have a, I had a routine where I'm going to. I still do this routine. I'm take. I'm going to McDonald's. I love McDonald's coffee. McDonald's. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> <laughs> but I have this routine where i walk to McDonald's every morning. I'll finish brushing my teeth like five fifteen, heading to McDonald's. Yeah. Walk there, I'm listening with one headphones on and you know gotta, still gotta pay attention to yeah. what's going Especially on. Especially nowadays. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and to the point that they to at this point they have my coffee ready for me. I don't need to join <laughs> the line to go get
0: my That coffee. is unbelievable. That is unbelievable.
1: <laughs> so I say that because Everything you need, you need to be very spe- specific in what you're going after. You need to plan exactly what you want. Yes, you're gonna have like deviations along the way, but if you're if you have a base that you're working from, uh, like the base, the plan that you're working from, no matter what goes on and throw you off thought, you know you always could come back to that base. So for the exam, I studied, did everything, making sure my mindset was right, was eating the same exact meal and every single day I knew when I needed I'm going to go to the bathroom that's how focused I needed to be Yeah. like okay I know and if once I eat this I have two hours that I need to use the bathroom okay once I finish that two hours four hours later I'm going to need to use the bathroom again so it was a mindset thing I didn't even even tell family members that I was going to Take the exam a third time when I was going to take the exam a third time because the pandemic was canceling exams all over yeah. New York State. I had to go to um, Connecticut to actually take the exam um, the third time, and when I was leaving out to Connecticut, my mom didn't know, nobody knew that I was going to wow. Connecticut to, to do the exam. My aunt was the only person that knew, and the reason is she needed to, I needed somebody to come and pick me up and bring me to Connecticut. And she didn't even know that I was taking the exam until like a couple, a few days getting into Connecticut. You, your,
0: your story has blown me away. Um, one thing that you said was that when you started to get focused, it wasn't just about your mind, your body. Yeah, You had to eat right. You mm-hmm. had to make sure you put yourself on a sleeping schedule. Mm-hmm. How important is that stuff? Because someone like me, which started working out this year, mm-hmm. I started running and I started to see that I was able to think clearly. Mm-hmm. My sleeping has always been bad. I probably sleep every night, probably four hours. I'm up by five o'clock. Um, but I, I seen that when I started running, I started to think more freely. Um the the, the, the having those little sad days or those mm-hmm. bad days started to become less and less mm-hmm. um things that I didn't share. but I also the biggest thing was I was focused. Yeah. So I changed the way I ate. Um, I made sure that if I'm gonna run, my, my running schedule was Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yeah. And I and, and I stuck to it. Yeah. But how important is it for someone that's going into that's walking into their journey or uh, uh, moving towards a goal to understand that when you are being focused, so it's, it's an all rounded thing, it's not just oh, my head is there, you have to really be committed to it like mind, body, and soul. How important
1: is that? It's very important. If, 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 if one is off, the whole is like a chain, right? You have links in the chain. If, if, if one link in that chain is weak, the chain is going to break, right? So the mind, body, and soul, if, if, your mind, if your body is not right, how do you expect your, 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 your mind to operate? Mm. If your soul is not right, they balance, it, they balance each other out. So in my company's logo, the, the triangle that you see, yeah. uh, well, I didn't show you the logo, but I'll show it to you. There's a triangle, mind, body, and soul. Mm. It all plays into who you are and and, and how you could overcome anything, including injury. So a lot of times patients will think, oh, fix me, get me to recover. But I always say to them, it's a partnership between you and I. I'm responsible for 50% of your care and and I need to do 100% in order to get to my 50%. You need to do 100% to get to your 50%. That includes making sure that your mind, your body, and your soul is all aligned. If, if those are not aligned, no matter how much I, I, I do, it's going to take you that much longer to get better. Mm-hmm. You know, It's going to extend your rehab. And, and once we, we can work through those things, it's a smooth process. Yeah. I want to give you a
0: scenario, um, and then we're gonna do something that, that that's traditional and journey to mindset. Then we wrap it up. But I just have to, um, I have to do a scenario with you. Um, I'm someone, um, random accident, um, more so, whatever the case may be. I come in to you. Um, doctor tells me that uh, there's a chance that um, I will never walk again. Not 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 something that you know is permanent, but there's a possible chance that you may not walk again. I come into to you. They send me to you. Have to work with you. Um, I'm just down on my luck not really motivated, um, I already got this in my head, I might not walk again, so I try. What do you say to your patient?
1: Um, for that patient, I would actually try to go deeper. I wouldn't focus a lot initially, initially on the injury. I would try to just talk to them. Some of the time, you just... The person just needs somebody to talk to, somebody to actually vent to, somebody not to give their opinion, but actually listen to what, what they're saying. And, and I would start off by just listening at first and then go from there based off what they're saying to me. Mm-hmm. That's, so every, I, I wouldn't, it's hard for me to say once, like give a specific answer. Yeah. It all depends on what the conversation leads us into. You know, by me listening and and processing what they're saying, then we go into a direction that I think would be appropriate in that instance.
0: So when you're working with your patients more so, you don't just look at the physical need of them having to either walk again or get over this injury. Mm -hmm. You also work on the way they think yes. as well.
1: Yes.
0: Which is something that's very important. Yes, it is. So, I want to do something that's tradition here in yeah. um, Journey of the Mindset. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to get up and I just want you to look into that camera. And for those of you that's listening to Journey of the Mindset on any of the um, podcast stations, which by the way, we got accepted and approved and now we're on iHeartRadio. Um, I so, you can go on iHeartRadio and listen to it. But if you're listening to on any of the um, podcast platforms, you can actually watch this podcast on YouTube at 143 Speaks. But, traditionally here on Journey the Mindset is I want you to be able to look into that camera have that one-on-one time with the listeners and the viewers and I want you to just give them some word of advice, encouragement, anything that lands on your heart no specific topic, no specific question it's whatever lands on your heart. So, I'm going to step away and give you like you know, 60 minutes I mean, 60 minutes not think oh, so that's too oh. long so 60, 60 seconds yeah. um, to, to just talk to them one-on-one and it's just whatever lands on your heart, all right? Okay. All right, I'm out of here.
1: Well, what what I want to say is that life is about peaks and valleys and we all go through ups and downs. So the peaks is when we are at our highest and the valleys is when we are at our lowest. Um, How we we maneuver through those things is important though. So if you are on a high, you have to recognize that you are on that high and take note of when, when you start to descend, because the sooner we're able to adjust during that descent, once we hit the ground, hit that valley, the faster we're able to bounce back up and get back to that high. So don't get too high, never get too high, never get too low. Always try to operate on an even keel and, pro- and control emotions as best as you can. Hopefully that was helpful and, you know.
0: Don't get nervous, it's You People do this all the time. You know what, I'm terrible at that by the way because I'm always leaving um, people there too long mm-hmm. and then they, they think that they have to take the whole 60 seconds but yeah. they don't. So, don't worry, everybody does that. Yeah. But um, I, I just want to say that from the moment I heard about you yeah. I knew that this was going to be a great conversation yeah. and then when we spoke on the phone and I'm listening to your story it was even the way you told your story it stuck out to me because you one remind me a lot about me and it's like no matter how hard or no matter how painful things get mm-hmm you just keep on going at one point in time in life I felt like I was the type of person that I just kept letting things happen to me all the time I had to deal with this pain I had to deal with this pain in order to be free in order for me to be able to live the life that I want to live and then I learned that you know that it's okay to take the easy road sometimes Mm -hmm. but no matter what no matter how easy no matter how hard you have to be willing to push through no matter what and when you was telling your story to me over the phone I connected to you right away because I was like you know what He has, we have the same mindset Mm -hmm. and it's funny because you just finished registering your business. Yeah. We didn't even notice, and I just finished registering my business. So it's like those two those two good <laughs> minds think alike. Those two good minds yes. think alike. And I really hope that um one that this is not the last time we talk to each no. other. Two, this is not the last time that you come on um, to journey in the mindset, but we definitely can connect in the future and hopefully the empires that we gonna that we are going to build yes. can connect and do business yes. with each other. Yes. All right. So I, I want to definitely thank you for um for coming on to the show. But before we go, where can they find you? Because I know I'm gonna get all the DMs and all of the questions and everything else. So, what's your social media and where can they find you?
1: Well, right now I'm at uh, on on IG Kareem Condison, so it's K A R I M E C O N D uh, I S O N. For the business, you could the business site is coming up at, for maybe a week or two at uh, condisonphysicaltherapy.com. Uh, email address, ConditionPhysicalTherapy at gmail.com.
0: You heard it from him. Ladies and gentlemen, thank y'all for tuning in to Journey of the Mindset. Don't forget to go back and listen to old stuff, listen to new stuff, but most importantly, make sure that you share it. It does not matter what goes on here not unless you share it. Give it to the people that you think need to hear it most. Don't forget, if you fall down in life, make sure you land on your back so that way you can look back in the direction that you should be going in. Les Brown said that and I'm a firm believer. Until next time, world family, peace.